Section 20 of Six Radical Thinkers by John McCunn. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Pamela Nagami. Chapter 5 The Religious Radicalism of Mazzini. Part 3. Whenever Mazzini approaches the family, his radicalism passes into a profound and reverent conservatism. He regards it as immortal. He says it is more imperishable even than the nation. And of all the maladies that could befall society, the deadliest would be the decay of the home. It is not too much to say that for him, unlike some of the later friends of democracy, the decline of the family would be the path to decadence. This was, of course, in part at any rate, because the family was so substantially justified of history. But it was also because he felt with a pathetic personal conviction that in missing this, the individual life, be its other resources what they may, runs the risk of an irretrievable impoverishment. He who from some fatality of position has been unable to live the calm life of the family, has a shadow of sadness cast over his soul and a void in his heart which naught can fill as I, who write these pages for you, know. No political thinker has written of the family with a more discerning sympathy than this exile from home as well as country. Even this, however, was far from the central consideration, for this lies in the larger, more civic conviction that the family carries in it the germ and first principle of the public affections. For it was not the family's sentiment that was uppermost in his thought. He never hesitated to teach that fathers must part with sons, and sons with fathers, be the rent ties of human affection what they may, at the call of the state. He always thought politically, so that the home was to him no mere refuge from public cares and disgusts, but, to use his own characteristic words, the place where between the mother's kiss and the father's caress the child learns the first lesson of citizenship. Hence, as we might expect, it is the civic responsibility of the parent that is the dominant note. In the name of all that is most sacred, so runs the adjuration, never forget that through your children you have in charge the future generations, that toward them as souls confided to your care, toward humanity and before God, you are under the heaviest responsibility known to mankind. The doctrine, to be sure, is not new. The same thing was said by Burke when he declared that no cold relation was a zealous citizen and branded Rousseau as a lover of his kind but a hater of his kindred. It is thus with both writers that the family points onward to the nation very significant in mazzini's view of the nation is his attitude towards two groups of social reformers the first are the earlier socialists of france who seemed to him to sit all too loose to the national life intent on their industrial problem it was their plan as it has been the plan of most of the many communistic experiments of the united states to detach themselves as far as possible from the larger national interests to erect their own industrial experiments 
and to leave the great tides of political life to sweep past their doors unheeded to such as these mazzini's antipathy was implacable eager to foster all reasonable forms of association and not least industrial undertakings it was his conviction that all such combinations are pernicious while they last and foredoomed to ultimate failure if in a spirit of sectional selfishness they ask their members to abjure upon the threshold the larger interests of citizenship this runs throughout though he was an apostle of cooperation though no nation could approximate to his ideal which was not rich in many modes of association his aversion was intense toward all attempts to purchase a limited success for any form of association at the price of an enfeebled patriotism he was interested in the economic problems that vex modern democracy but his interest was always more than economic it was civic and patriotic similarly with his attitude to the socialists who followed marx and who were so possessed by the industrial problem that they were ready to subordinate national patriotism to one great international combination of labor against capitalism mazzini was not without his sympathies here he joined the international and characteristically did his best to enlist its members in the political movement but when he found that they were lukewarm to national causes he grew lukewarm to them and eventually severed his connection it is characteristic that he seems to have been more sympathetic with the chartists than with the socialists it was not from any coldness to the cause of labor there was almost nothing which he was not willing and eager to do for the working men of italy and it is a touching fact that in all the misery and poverty of exile a poverty which drove him to the last straits he gave the evenings of his laborious days in times long before the evening school was so much in fashion as it is now to the teaching and befriending of the italian waifs and strays who eked out a wretched living on the streets of london but the thing he could not do was even to seem to justify the policy which in asserting the claims of labour however just and however urgent ignored or even subordinated the prior claims of country love your country he cries with his wonted impassioned utterance it is your name your glory your sign among the nations give to it your thoughts your counsels your blood raise it up great and beautiful as it was foretold by our great men and see that you leave it uncontaminated by any trace of falsehood or of servitude unprofaned by dismemberment let it be one as the thought of god it was so that in the way men call the nation he worshipped the god of his fathers nor is it simply this apotheosis of the nation that impresses us not even when we read it in the light of his lifelong struggle sometimes in the garret of the conspirator sometimes on the stricken field for the unity of italy it was also the depth and fervour of the conviction that the man who for any reason whatever severs himself from the national traditions the national struggles hopes and triumphs 
even from the national humiliations thereby cuts out of his life the interests which make life most worth living and with the recklessness of a barbarian rejects the instrument that god has put into the hands of the citizen in order that he may lift himself out of the petty round of private cares trivialities and even vices into the larger air of the life of the nation for in one respect mazzini saw eye to eye with the political thinkers of ancient greece to him as to them the bane and blight of national life was faction division the sacrifice of unity to sectional interests he had bitter experiences of this in his own struggles for italian unity nor was he himself guiltless in the later years of his life of fostering by his fanatical passion for an impracticable republic the very malady he strove to remedy but it can always be pled for him with truth that even his worst failings sprang from his passion for the nation in hating cavour and counterworking the italian monarchy he was but giving effect to his settled opinion that it was only as a republic that the italian nation could stand strong in organic unity and yet if mazzini thus glorified the nation more than any other writer of modern times it was not because he stopped short at the nation as a final end or highest unity quite the contrary that development of the spirit of nationality which is content to rest in the view of the international system as essentially a struggle for survival amongst rival nations is far from him he has been called a fanatic for nationality yet he was an international man if ever there was one only his internationalism was neither as in cobden the internationalism of trade nor as in marx the internationalism of labour it was the internationalism in the eyes of which a nation is guilty of the grand refusal if it do not stand forward and take its place to the limits of its power in international politics in this and nothing short of this lies for him the final justification of national existence for it is not race or geographical boundaries nor is it even traditions language literature nor yet intranational ideas that really make a nation it is mission little i care for rome he once said if a great european initiative is not to issue from it and his reason follows we cannot live without a european life hence his hatred of cobdenism hence his vituperative vocabulary for non-intervention cowardly desertion of duty negation of all belief political atheism the word of cain hence his exhortations to the united states in eighteen fifty four to play its part in world politics hence his own passionate sympathies with poland and the balkan states sympathies which he was always ready nay greedy to translate into action in this sense it was europe not italy alone that was his country it is not only cobdenites who will refuse to follow him here all radicals who are prone to see in an active foreign policy 
paralysis of social reform and increased burdens on the poor will look with suspicion on the doctrine nor is it to be denied that as coming from a man who united to a deep distrust of diplomacy the conviction that the existing boundaries of european states needed drastic rectification mazzini's doctrine of national mission is heavily freighted with war he was never averse in his own career to rush to the arbitrament of arms he was prepared to pay the price if only war meant mission but even those who may doubt the wisdom of this preaching of a latter-day crusade must in ordinary fairness do justice to the grounds upon which it rested partly it was the perception that a great nation cannot even if it would at any rate in europe sit loose to international relations partly the equalitarian conviction that the citizen who believes all men to have worth in the eye of god cannot abruptly arrest his practical sympathies at the national frontier say not the language we speak is different acts tears and martyrdom are a language common to all men and which all can understand but chiefly it was the faith integral to his religion and political creed that the organized nation and never so much as when it is a democracy becomes the most effective of all instruments for working out the providential plan among the nations of the world most people think of mazzini as the apostle of italian unity but on his own avowal he could never have spent his years for italy had he not believed in the day when free and unified italy would stand pre-eminent among the nations as when need arose the armed champion of struggling or trampled freedom in all lands it was not the spirit of the filibuster nor was it any mere passion for national glory and aggrandizement that drove him on it was the peculiar cast of his political religion which unhesitatingly laid upon the nation in its service of humanity the same spirit of political duty which from first to last he enjoined upon the individual citizen it will hardly be denied that this forcible doctrine raises one of the gravest practical problems with which modern democracy has to deal and upon which the citizen is bound to come to some decision the reality of international duties is no mere academic speculation it is a recognized fact that same consciousness of the worth and claims of the individual which within the nation has clothed the citizen in civil and political rights and freed the slave has gone far further afield it has sent forth the many missions of many churches it has founded aborigines protection societies and championed the cause of native races it has begotten the spirit that cannot sit still in presence of the spectacle of what it takes to be wrong injustice and atrocity done in other lands this being so the question from which there is no escape is how are these cosmopolitan duties to be carried from the region of conviction and sentiment into the world of actuality and fact to which of the voices is the citizen of the coming years to listen is it to the voice of cobden unsparing in its denunciations of war and armaments eloquent for the bloodless victories of commerce 
strong in its confident plea for peaceful national example or is it to the voice of mazzini which in the name of the brotherhood of men and the providence of god pled with passionate democratic conviction for the stern duty of armed intervention for the undoing of despotism and the succour of struggling freedom in all lands and yet this issue grave as it is is after all subordinate to the larger question if it indeed be true that democracy must be religious or fail no one can venture to say that mazzini has proved that it must it is not for any man to say what forms democracy may assume in the vicissitudes through which it may have to pass but one thing at least mazzini has proved in life and in writings and in life perhaps more convincingly than in writings he has shown that the democratic spirit can by alliance with religion achieve results which none of its friends can afford to hold light one of these is the belief in the reality of distant and still unachieved ends which is at once the strength and the solace of the reformer another is that personal faithfulness to political duties which is only too apt to be frittered away through indifference when political power is broken up into minute fragments and portioned out to the multitude in wide democratic franchises a third is the defiant individual spirit drawn from conscious dependence upon a divine support which nerves the citizen to resist the tyranny alike of despotism and of democracy and still another is the eye to see steadily behind all the more immediate ends of political struggle with their preoccupying secularities the lives and destinies of men who are worth working for because even the least of them is regarded as having in him something of the spirit of god these are the things which mazzini valued for him they were of the essence of democracy his results of course rested upon large religious assumptions and beyond a doubt there are radicals who would be equally willing to take the results and reject the religion on which they rest it is for them to show how such a course is possible if they can it is safe to say that it will only be by traversing mazzini's democratic gospel from end to end End of section 20